Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 292 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about the College World Series. Of course we are. We're going to talk about a trip that she and Caroline took to Knoxville last week. And we're going to talk about the latest that's been going on in our house, which strangely enough has included a whole lot of musical experiences. We would love for you to stop by our Amazon shop to see some of the things that we love and love to use. That's at amazon.com slash shop slash big boo. And as always, we're so glad that you're here and we hope you enjoy episode 292. Hey, everybody. This is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. Well, the College World Series has come to a close. Listen, who would have thought? I mean, Ole Miss, could they be one of the most unlikeliest of teams to win the whole thing? I have to say, and y'all know, I come at this particular victory with with all manner of complex emotion. But but I'm going to say this. Ole Miss is the last team in the field of 64. Mm-hmm. They, they go through the regionals and the super regionals and they don't lose a game. They yeah. get to the College World Series. They don't even have 40 wins. Everybody else has over 40 wins. Yeah. And they win the championship series against a white hot Oklahoma team. Don't two, I know? In two, <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. In two uh-huh. games. So at that point, you have to say like one, it was their destiny to win this thing. Like for sure. Like to that, what are the odds? I mean, that's an amazing Cinderella story right there. Yeah. And, and, and I'll say this Saturday night when they hit three home runs in a row, like in a row, like ding, ding, ding. I was, I thought, well, okay, this may be the sort of thing, which I think is so interesting because it, it shows how much timing is everything with a championship team. 100%. They could have been out of this thing back in May and, and like just been at the house, but, but they, they slide into that tournament by just like the hair of their chinny chin chin. Yeah. Yeah. And they just come alive. So as a sports lover, you love to see it. I mean, can't take anything away from them in terms of how they did it. From the regionals all the way to the end. So congratulations, Ole Miss Rebels. Listen, I know that that can be hard for you to say, but (laughs) you are the bigger person. Congratulations. But what are the odds that the two Mississippi teams would win back-to-back baseball national championships? It's just, it's crazy to think about, you know. Well, but it's also the most Mississippi State thing ever. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. We would win our first national championship in any sport in 2021 and then the the team that comes behind mm-hmm. us 
to take the crown would be the Ole Miss Rebels. It feels yeah. right. But I have to say, like, and Alex said last night, he and uh, uh, my nephew back, his cousin, mm-hmm. um, were texting and just like the state of Mississippi in baseball is a real thing. And yeah, I mean, the SEC in baseball is a real thing. And so yeah. it's going to be really interesting when Oklahoma and your beloved Longhorns come yeah. into the into the fold to see just how crazy competitive it, it gets. And so just yeah. for state and Ole Miss to be the back-to-back national champions adds such a fun dimension to what, yeah. what happens next. And, you know, state fans have loved to say for years that, that what Omaha means, if you take it letter by letter is uh-huh. Ole Miss at home again. And, <laughs> and, and now as yeah. of, as of yesterday, not so fast. That's actually yeah. not true anymore. And they won the whole thing. So they won the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they shut down, because I felt like Oklahoma played some incredible baseball. I will say as somebody who watched them beat my beloved Aggies oh, twice. No. I'm so sorry. I was, and no, it was fine. Listen, here's, here's the whole thing. I knew, you know how you just know, like I watched our, our second or our first game against Oklahoma or our second game when we played them again. And it was an elimination game and like about the fourth inning and we weren't behind that much, but I, I looked at our dugout and I was like, we look tired and mm-hmm. our energy is gone. Like, and I, we just look tired. And I think that's part of it. And I think we kind of knew at that point, like the pitching is really depleted. And like Shaw yeah. had said in his uh, press conference after we beat Notre Dame, um, he made the comment that he said, this is the time of the year that you hear coaches talk about where you're like, okay, what can I put together? Like, what yeah. do, I, what can I make out of something that I technically don't have? Mm-hmm. And that OU pitcher Sandlin came in and yeah. he pitched the game of his life. And it is that whole thing. If you're like, I can't be mad about it. Like it wasn't, mm-hmm. we didn't lose on a fluke error. We didn't, it was like, no, not a just, bad call. Nothing no. like that. Like, uh-uh. yeah. But that team, but that Aggie team, listen, for us to finish in the final four, the way that we did, like that's the farthest any of our baseball teams have ever gone. And then, but what got me and could have put me in the bed was all the players after it was over talking about what this team meant and what the man meant to them and how it was the best year of their life. And I was like, God, this is the great, this is why you love the sports. It's why you love the sports. I know. And and what you were saying about coaches saying like, what can they put together? I think that's what Mike Bianco, the Ole Miss coach did so Mm -hmm. well postseason with his team. Like when you look at what they put together, especially in terms of pitching at the, at the college world series, like mm-hmm. where, like, where does that even come from at this stage yeah. in the game when everybody's so exhausted? And, and ultimately I think that's what makes an, a national champion when it comes yeah. down to it is how well you can put all, all those sort of like frayed pieces together in Omaha. Yeah. And, they did a great job. And I listen, we know a lot of people who are in Omaha for the last um, couple of games that Ole Miss played and even watching, I mean, the outfield, I felt like was just all red and blue. Yeah. I actually saw today that um, ultra, which I love, you know, that does the, mm-hmm. the letterpress prints. There's a bar in Omaha that counts the number of shots that the fans in the tournament do. Yes. Yes. Um, have you seen this? Oh yeah. Rocco's. Oh yeah. Rocco's. Uh-huh. Ole Miss crushed it. They, they, uh, they, they surpassed. Nobody will ever beat that. Record. Nobody will ever beat it again because I, like state did pretty well last year. I felt like, I mean, mm-hmm. but the bottom line is this year um, in third place was Texas A&M with 
1,325 shots that they Uh did at Rocco's. And then in second place, an impressive effort by the Arkansas Razorbacks with 8,661. But in in first place, the Ole Miss Rebels with (laughs) 18,003. Listen, hotty toddy. I mean, if that doesn't... And I thought yesterday, I thought, oh my gosh. I mean, really like the first thought that entered my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, it's just like 530. Um, There's so many hours at bars left Uh because Uh Uh I mean, I I don't know if Omaha has seen the degree of revelry that it experienced last night because nobody's flying out Sunday night. No, 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 no. Yeah. You're in it for the party at that point. You're in it. So mm-hmm. I, yeah. I I haven't looked today, but I would like to do some kind of deep dive mm-hmm. to see some social media posts from about six until about two this morning. Oh, with I can't even imagine. So. Yeah, I cannot even imagine it, but it was, it's the whole thing. And now I'm sad that the baseball's over when it last night, when it um, went or yesterday afternoon, when it ended, Perry looked at me and he was like, well, I guess now we can watch the Stanley cup. And I was <laughs> like, oh. That's the worst time of the year it's for sports. So hard. I don't like it. It was a good, it was a good time. And I'm sad that it's over. And I do, I like, I love the Astros, but I'm not going to make an effort to watch every single Astros game. That's yeah. on. You know, like it's just a different professional, ba- professional sports in general are just different for me mm-hmm. than college sports. And so now we just have to bide our time until college football season comes, but I did think, and I just want to say for the record Mm -hmm. that I do think Ole Miss winning the whole thing continues the case for why we need a more expanded college football playoff, because you need to give teams, give the Cinderella story a chance. You know who we're tired of seeing win? Alabama, Mm -hmm. you know, like let's, let's let some other teams get in there and see if we can shake it up. Let's play it out. Let's play it out. Because yeah, you never know who's going to get hot and who's going to be ready at a different time. And so it didn't make me further lament. And listen, I know that we beat Notre Dame and I feel like I, you know, I got a little bit of that monkey off my back, but it did make me think about what if Aggie basketball had gotten in March madness. Yeah. And what if we had been the fourth team in the college football playoff two years ago when Notre Dame got it and yeah. robbed us of it, you know, yeah. like yeah. it just, you just don't know what team is going to be able to do what. So you don't, I mean, if you, if you had taken four teams for the college world series, Right. Yeah. I mean, Tennessee would have been in for sure. Ole Miss would have been so far down the list. It would have been laughable. Yeah. They never would have gotten in. I don't know. And and again, it's just, it's really interesting to see who can put together a run, who gets stronger as the season goes on and who gets stronger as the postseason. Like there, there, there's a whole psychological part to it that I would, I would be so interested to know what was happening behind the scenes Mm -hmm. with Ole Miss and with how, Mike Bianco and and those guys were coaching them, you know, I agree. And, and what strategies they use. So yeah, anyway, so expand the expand the playoff, you cowards, expand <laughs> it. ACC, I'm looking at you. Expand the playoff. <laughs> I feel like we constantly hear about how our morning rituals can change our day, but have you ever thought about your evening rituals? Allowing yourself to transition time to wind down both our devices and our minds in the evening allows us to stop our racing thoughts and drift off to sleep naturally. And isn't that what we are all trying to do? You can power your day by powering off at night. We're partnering with Calm, the number one mental wellness app to give you the tools that improve the way you feel. You can reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve focus with curated music tracks, and rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories for children and adults. There's even new daily movement sessions designed to relax your body and uplift your mind. 
If you go to calm.com slash bigboo, you'll get a special offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription and new content is added every week. Calm is ready to help you stress less, sleep more, and live a happier, healthier life. It's helped me so much to take a few minutes to just focus on making my body and my mind relax and wind down before I try to get in bed and go to sleep. For listeners of the show, Calm is offering an exclusive offer of 40% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash bigboo. Go to calm.com slash bigboo for 40% off unlimited access to Calm's entire library. That's calm.com slash bigboo. All right, so apart from from college baseball, what's been going on with y'all? You went to Tennessee while we were in the interim between the last podcast. I have. I have traveled. Caroline and I left. So I spoke. um, Our friend Edie has a conference that she put on called Love is Magic. And she had asked me if I'd come speak. And it was in Knoxville. So we flew to Knoxville, Tennessee. Had you ever been there? I had never been to Knoxville. No. Was it Um, it hillier than you anticipated? It was so much hillier Mm -hmm. than I. It was funny because about a week before we went, I was trying to think of like what we could do because I knew we were going to have all day Friday to do whatever we wanted. And, you know, my go-to is always like, well, we'll go shopping somewhere, but sure. Caroline's not the shopper that I am. Um, and we don't really need to shop at this point. And mm-hmm. so I was like, what could we do? And so I was like, well, look at how the great smoky mountains are not too far from Knoxville. Yeah. Um, as it turns out, that is true. As it, mm-hmm. Yeah. As it turns out. And I, this is where I was like, oh, I need a geography lesson. Cause I was like, and who knew that Tennessee bordered North Carolina? I had no idea. I can't listen. I cannot. I cannot offer any shade at this point because I'm a person who grew up in Mississippi and did not realize until I was 27 years old that our Western border was the river. So, yes. so we, we're all learning things all through our lives. Yeah. I had no idea. And so I looked it up and I was like, we ought to go. And so I asked Caroline, I was like, do you want to go to the, see the great smoky uh, mountains? And she was like, yeah, let's go do that. And so I was like, okay. So I started Googling hikes, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, easy hikes, you know, moderate hikes Mm. in the great smoky mountains, because I was trying to figure out what we could do or not really what Caroline could do, what I could do. Yeah. I just, hills is what I'm, Mm -hmm. I just, they're hills. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's very hilly. Mm -hmm. And so, but we flew into Knoxville. We got there on Thursday. So Thursday evening, we drove down because I always love to see. So we went to the university of Tennessee campus because I've I've never seen it. I knew you were going to do that. I told David, and I told my sister that I bet you were going to go CUT. Did you yep. have any idea there was a river there? I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. None. Like the whole thing. And the campus was so pretty, but I love seeing, and it was funny because I told Caroline as we drove by, because we went by that, because I said, well, let's go see their football stadium. Cause you know, I want to see everybody's. And I said, you know what I would love to do is eventually I want to go see an SEC football game at every home stadium. And she said, mom, that feels like a dream you could make come true. I was going to say, was like, and, and if only you had a friend who would do that with you. Yes, if, but I, if only you had a friend who lives in Alabama, who would also be on board with that. Yeah. So I was, so I think that that is a good goal because I've loved seeing their stadium because now I can envision that we drove on the campus. It was so pretty, um, really nice campus. And then we went to market square in downtown Knoxville and we ate at Tupelo honey and we walked around and it was so fun. It was like, we went and got ice cream. It was just a charming little area. And I love seeing a part of a city that I would never normally see. I'd never seen that, you know? So we did that on Thursday and then went back to the hotel. And then Friday morning, 
Um, and, and let me say this, we sat outside and ate Thursday mm-hmm. night. That's how, or whatever. Yeah. Thursday night. That's how nice it felt outside. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So this is what it's like to not live on the surface of the sun, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that was delightful. And then Friday morning we got up. And so I had Googled and to me, the, the hike that felt doable for us was called rainbow falls. Okay. It's outside of Gatlinburg. Um, and it was about an hour. It's funny because mileage wise, it was only like 45 miles away, but it was about an hour and a half hour and 40 minute drive, which I didn't know why until we drove it. <laughs> so some, cur- some curves, maybe there were some curves. Uh-huh. There, were, there was some traffic to get there. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to tell you that. So we set off with our, listen, we had backpacks, we had our water, we had our, you know, all of our stuff for hiking. We brought some snacks in sealed bags because of the bears. Um, the whole thing. And that was the thing that got me as they were like, and you might see bears. And I was like, okay, this feels all right. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll all be fine. Cause I'm, I don't know if y'all know this. I'm not really a hiker. This isn't really my, I've never sure. once gone on a vacation before where I'm like, but where could we hike? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. This was a new thing, but I'm going to tell you that on the way to get there, that we drove right through Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Have you been to Pigeon Forge? Yes, ma'am. I have. Have you never been to Pigeon Forge? I guess. No, I've no, I've never been to Pigeon Forge. Nothing in my life prepared me for Pigeon Forge, (laughs) Tennessee. It's it's fair. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Like we were driving from Knoxville and we got on some really remote windy roads. And I was like, oh, we must be getting close. Like we must be getting close to the hills of the Great Smoky Mountains because we're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And then all of a sudden we got to an intersection that brought us to Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, and just a strip of highway <laughs> that listen, I didn't know that mini golf was still such a major industry. Yeah. I've mm-hmm. never seen more. <laughs> mini golf courses, mm-hmm. indoor go-kart places, yes. um, places that advertise that they have live sharks and alligators inside mm-hmm. a Christmas town, a whole Christmas, town. a whole Christmas town. It, it might merit a return trip for you to really soak in. I mean, 100%. there's, there, there's, there's a, a few days that really you could, you could dedicate there. And it's such a destination, like in this part of the country, it's such Clearly. a, so people go to Gatlinburg and Pigeon Forge all the time, you know, uh-huh. because I mean, family entertainment, it's, it's Dollywood, yeah. you know, I had no idea. I mean, I knew Dollywood was there, but I wasn't prepared. Like when you think you're about to see, like to get to the foothills of some mountains. And then instead you see King Kong, like a life-size <laughs> King Kong scaling a building, right? You're like, wow. So mm-hmm. this because it kind of reminded me of like Port Aransas, which is our beach town. It was like that, but on steroids, yeah. you know, yeah. like it, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, we were just, it's a amazed. real make something out of nothing situation. It really uh-huh. is. It really is. And I told Carolyn, I said, look at like, I said, so what came first, like Dollywood or did Butch Jones say, you know what? I'm going to build an indoor <laughs> mini golf course here. It was like nothing I'd ever seen. Mm -hmm. So we drove through Pigeon Forge. We didn't stop because, and I was tempted to go to Dollywood, but I was like, we're hiking. That's what we're doing today. And so Mm -hmm. we, so then we, and then we drove through Gatlinburg and I'm going to tell you bumper to bumper traffic getting through Gatlinburg, which is why the drive takes so long, which I didn't know because there you get there and you've got your hillbilly roller coaster and you've got your more mini golf. You've got a whole thing. And then finally we got to the Rainbow Falls trails. 
It's no secret that I believe you only get one face, but you know what you also only get one of? Your skin. And Dewy Summer Skin isn't just for your face. And with the right products, you can get a full body glow. And that's why I love Osea Skincare and Body Products to help get my skin ready for every summer look. Osea has been making clean and ultra-effective skincare and body care products for over 25 years. They have award-winning cleansers, serums, and face moisturizers, and they're known for creating incredible body products like their famous body oil. This is my new go-to. Osea Body Oil is a seaweed-infused body oil that softens, it nourishes, and it firms like no other. It's not greasy, it absorbs into your skin, and it smells so good. I use it right after I get out of the shower, and it just moisturizes my skin and gives me such a good glow. You know that I love a product that is thoughtfully and meticulously made, and Osea Body Oil has become my new favorite that I'll be buying over and over again. It makes my skin look healthy and smooth. It gives me the right amount of moisture in my skin. It's exactly what I want, especially during the summer months. You can try the Andaria Algae Body Oil and Osea's Total Body Glow Trio Kit. The kit includes body oil, moisturizing body scrub, and a plant-based body brush. You can sweep away dead skin cells and hydrate for incredibly soft glowing skin all summer long. I also love their new body butter. It's softening, it's nourishing, and it has the most amazing citrus scent. It's perfect for summer and clinically proven to moisturize skin for up to 72 hours. Its rich texture feels so good. It applies smoothly without being sticky, and it makes my skin look so moisturized and healthy. You are going to love Osea's products. Find your new skincare and body care favorites at oseamalibu.com and get a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with promo code BIGBOO. You'll get free samples with every order and orders over $50 get free shipping. You're going to want it all. Trust me. Go to oseamalibu.com promo code BIGBOO. I'm going to tell you that when I read the reviews and it said that it's three miles uphill. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't really process <laughs> what that was going to feel like. You didn't think about what's three miles from my house. Like, yes, you know, it's, 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 it's some distance. Mm-hmm. It is some distance and that you're not walking on like paved road either. You know, mm-hmm. like, it's not like walking with the dogs. It's like, oh no, I'm walking up like rocky terrain. And listen, it was totally doable. And I'm going to say we were about halfway up and I was like, oh my gosh, like, and I'm trying to, because I don't want Caroline. I'm like, oh, I can do this. This is so easy. I'm in great shape. And then I saw like what had to be an eight month pregnant woman coming down the mountain. So then I'm like, oh man, now I've have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. There's no quit. It's not an option. But I will say the beauty of it was, is the majority of the whole thing was shady. Mm. It was so we were, cause there's, I don't know if you know this, but the trees on a mountain are very tall. And so <laughs> lessons from nature with Melody yes. Shank. It was very tall. And so the trees, and so it was shady the majority of the way, like I had my sunglasses and didn't really even need them most of the way. And then, but we got, we were probably about three quarters up. So, you know, to get to the rainbow falls, which was our destination, you know, you're going up three miles and we were probably about two miles up. And then some people came down and they said, Hey, just so y'all know, there's a mama bear and some cubs up ahead. So you just proceed with caution. Okay. And I'm going to say at that point, like everything in me kind of wanted to say, I think we're high enough. Mm -hmm. I think we're good. But Mm -hmm. Caroline was like, let's keep going. So I was like, okay. So we kept going. And when I'm going to tell you that we were about 20 yards away, we never saw mama bear. Mm. we saw three baby cubs and they were precious and they were walking through and they were having the best time. And Caroline got a 
really good video of one of them. And she said, I made eye contact with that cub. She said, and I could tell it was going to start coming closer to me. And she turned around and Caroline doesn't do this very often, but she looked at me and she goes, time to go. Okay. And so, (laughs) okay. I was like, okay. And so we made it up the rest of the mountain and got to the falls and it was beautiful and it was so cool. And it was, I was like, well, this is why people enjoy being out in nature, you know? Right. It was so fun and we really had the best time. And so we sat out there for when then Caroline climbed all the way up to like as high as you could on the waterfall. I did not do that because that was going to be way beyond anything that I could attempt. Yeah. Well, at that point, really, you're into some repelling, you know, like it's. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I'm thinking, I don't really want to do this and that's going to be too much for me. And I still have to get back down the mountain. And what good is it if you break your ankle, you know? Well, that's, like, and, mm-hmm. and I really did think that. Cause I was like, you know, people have turned an ankle and what do you do if you're all the way up here and mm-hmm. you hurt your ankle? Because it's not like there's, it's not like ski patrol is going to come help you down. You know, yeah. you're kind of on your own. So I watched Caroline do that. And then we started to make our way back down the mountain. And I'm going to say what I didn't discount is I was like five years from now, when I tell you that I have ankle and knee problems, you're going to say, remember that time you walked down that mountain? Uh, that was my, my question in the back of my head was, well, how did your knees feel going downhill like that? Oh, it was, they were, my knees were better than my ankles. Okay. My ankles were so sore. And in fact, we got, we were probably about a mile from the bottom Cause I thought going down will be so much easier. And it was to an extent, but it was just so hard on your ankles because there again, the terrain, it's very rocky, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And so we stopped at one of the like mountain streams and took off our socks and shoes and just stuck our feet in like they were cryotherapy. And I think that was my saving grace is at least then my feet were numb the rest of the way down. Okay. That's significant. It was something. And, but I'm going to say thanks to Brent Holmes. Cause I could not have done that three years ago. Mm-hmm. Like it was something. And, you know, then you see like a little kid with Crocs is doing it and you're like, well, I guess it's so it's doable, but yeah, doable. Just when you're 50, it's just a little bit different, but, Hmm. um, anyway, but it was so good. We had the best time. Um, we loved it. So we did that and then got back. And then, I mean, like we got back to the car and both of us were just like, Ooh, that was a lot. And so we drove back to the hotel and just had room service that night. And then I had to go speak the next morning and I had brought like these tall wedge heels to speak in. And I'm going to tell you that I wore my flip-flops all the way in. I I literally put on my shoes long enough to speak on stage and hoped my ankles would hold up and then put my flip-flops right back on. Wow. Okay. It was, it was significant. It was was significant. So, Mm -hmm. but we had a great time. Caroline was like, that was so fun. I was so glad we did it. And it was a lesson to me in, I thought about it like, I was really intimidated by doing that. Like I was like for Caroline and I to like find a trail and to go do this. And like, it was out of my comfort zone, but I was so, after I did it, I was like, well, this is a lesson that I need to do more things out of my comfort zone. This was really fun and really rewarding. And I could have gotten too intimidated by it. And um, I was so glad after the fact that we did it. So it was a great memory. You made a memory. Yes. Yes. So it was so fun. So we did that. And then we went straight to the airlines. Listen, kadoos to Delta Airlines because all of our flights were on time. Get it, Delta. They were were very efficient. I was so impressed with how clean and new and nice, especially our planes from San Antonio to Atlanta were. Yeah, that was my experience when we went to Maine and then to New York. 
uh, a couple of weeks ago was I thought, well, I feel like maybe one of the things Delta did when we were all home for a while yeah. is they refurbished the inside of their planes because every plane we went on, it was like it was brand new inside. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. They were so nice. Like they were so nice and so clean and roomier. Like I thought, okay, yes. Delta Airlines, you're going to be my, until you disappoint me, you're going to be my <laughs> new airline of preference. Yeah. I'm very Delta loyal. I am very yeah. Delta loyal. So, but yep. it's easy to be here because you know everything runs through Atlanta and so yeah yeah there's always so that the delta wind but I did Caroline and I did get really tickled because you know we had a couple of moments like on this trip where you know things well one was when she climbed up under the waterfall and she wanted me to take a picture of her and she got real tickled at me after the fact because I, apparently I took a picture of a bunch of trees because I couldn't see well enough to even know that she wasn't in the picture you know like I couldn't I was like this is where I am with my eyesight and right. it's, it's humbling. Didn't and have your she, readers on the trail. And so. No, I, so I couldn't see, I was like, I can't see that you're whatever. So I'm sorry. I got a picture of this other guy. I didn't know that you weren't in the picture. At one point she looked at me and she was like, do you know, you have a gray eyelash. And I was like, I do I'm aware. And I don't know what to do about it. Cause you can't just pluck an eyelash out. I'm going to have to wait for it to fall out. You know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there was that, but then this was the most relatable is we got on the airplane I think it was in Knoxville yesterday to leave. And she had the window seat. I had a middle seat. And then there was a lady on the aisle next to us. And we were, you know, it's waiting before the plane takes off and everybody's just doing this stuff. And this lady's on her iPad and she's like playing a game. And all of a sudden you hear like purple rain by Prince just starts blaring, (laughs) just blaring. And like, you're kind of, and everybody's kind of looking around and Caroline looks and she goes, is that your phone? And I was like, no, it's not my phone. Like, but I did double check my phone like three times. Cause I was like, it could be. And then I realized it's coming from the lady's iPad next to me, like, and it's blaring and she's just playing her game. She's just, and I'm like, does she know that it is? And she just doesn't care. Or does she not know? Cause how do you not know that this is coming from your iPad? Like I was real. In, and then all of a sudden she looked up and she said, is that music coming from me? <laughs> and I believe that it is. And she said, Oh, I could not figure out why Delta thought this was a good song to play overhead for all of us. And I've never related to anybody. I was going to say it's so relatable. It's so it relatable. Uh-huh. Cause I was like, it wasn't me, but it so could have been me. Like right. I just felt like I totally get this where you're sitting there going, why are they playing this music so loud right now? We're all trying to get on the plane. And it was just with the guitar solo in the middle of purple rain. It was just a lot for the airplane. But anyway, I felt for her. Um, but we got home Saturday night, but I'm going to say when we got home Saturday night and I walked into this house and I still today, like we're recording this on Monday, I'm still in my pajamas. I am wiped out. Yeah. Like that hike took me down. Like I, yesterday we were walking, we went up to church and we have to kind of walk up a little small hill to get to our church. And I thought, I don't, I don't know that I can do this. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm going to be able to make it. <laughs> So that's what's going on with us. Okay. We well, all had a lot of adventure. It was a lot of adventure. It was really fun. So, and it was funny because when the Aggies were still in it, I was like, okay, if we're playing in the championship game, we're going to leave straight from Knoxville and we're going to fly to Omaha. And I have to say, I totally would have done it, but it might've killed me. It might've been the last thing I'd ever done if right. I had tried to go from that trip straight to Omaha. I don't know that I would have survived it. So right. it was, maybe it was the Lord's kindness that you didn't maybe have to so. make that call. Yeah. Yes. 
Healthy snacks have a bad reputation, and let's be honest, it's because most of them don't taste very good. They don't fill you up, and they certainly don't satisfy your cravings. This episode is sponsored by Monk Pack, who makes snacks that taste like your favorite sugary treats, but with one gram of sugar or less. Monk Pack Keto Nut and Seed Bars have a perfect balance of sweet and salty. They have the crunch from whole nuts and seeds, but they still manage to be soft and chewy. They come in delicious flavors like sea salt dark chocolate, which is my personal favorite, caramel sea salt, and peanut butter dark chocolate. So it feels like you're eating a cookie, but you're actually eating something that's healthy. They've become the perfect quick snack to satisfy my sweet tooth without guilt. I like to grab them as a quick breakfast. I like to get them when I'm out running errands. I like to eat them after I've had a workout. And in the summer months, when I don't feel like messing with lunch, they are the perfect thing. And they're great to keep around your house this summer while you have kids home that are always hungry. They're also keto-friendly, the bars are gluten-free, they're plant-based and non-GMO. They have no soy, no trans fat, sugar alcohols, or artificial colors, and they taste great. You can get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com and entering our code BIGBOO at checkout. To get started, just go to monkpack.com, that's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com, and select any product, then enter the code BIGBOO at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. So what about y'all? What's happening with y'all? You know, we had a week last week that was so full and, and I don't know how it turned out like that, but not in a bad way. It was just, I went to dinner one night with Jamie and Aaron and Retha, and then you and I did the live on Tuesday night. Yeah. Wednesday night, my sister and I went to go see Gregory Porter, who is one of my favorite artists. And it was, God, it was like a revelation. He was so talented and gifted and good. And then... I can't remember what Thursday night was. Oh, Thursday night, I went with some friends of mine had asked me if I would take them to Trader Joe's, like go with them to Trader Joe's and help them know what to buy, which Mm -hmm. I will say we went to dinner beforehand and then we went to Trader Joe's and it was kind of an underrated girls night. Like it was a fun thing to do to to all go to Trader Joe's. And we just went up and down the aisles and I just said, I like this. I use this a lot. I, I don't know. I think that that there are yeah. people who want to shop at Trader Joe's, but don't necessarily know how to incorporate it into their no- normal grocery routine. And I don't know that For I know sure. that either, yeah. but I just know what I like. So yeah, that. And then Friday night, Ben Rector was in town. Now I did not go because it was an outdoor concert on June the 24th mm. and it was, no, a, it was a standing concert. Mm. So I just, I'm at a point in my life where I want a seat, but yeah. Alex went, he and his friend Jay went, they, they left work Friday and went to the venue at three and stood outside. Now his friend Ella and his friend Mathis had gotten there even earlier. They were first in line, Alex and Jay, I think they said they were like eighth in line, but they got on the front row for Ben Rector Mm -hmm. and just had a ball just from the opening acts all the way to the end. It was just, it was love it. Big fun. And so I, somehow I stayed up until he got home. I didn't really think I would, but I was still awake when he got home. And so he mm-hmm. came in just on stun, you know, just oh, I'm the, sure all the things. So that was delightful. And then Saturday, Casey, like the middle of the afternoon said, Hey, somebody told me that charity Gale is here in Birmingham tonight. Oh, and so she was at a church outside of Birmingham and she said, I think I'm going to go. And I went, I'll go. I mean, Mm -hmm. just like totally last minute. And so we went to hear charity Gale, which Melanie, if y'all remember, heard her album last summer, her second album last summer, 
I think yeah. it's her second one. Yeah. Yeah. And, Endless praise. Yeah. And loved it. And then uh, so many of us have loved it. And since, since then, and so it was so great to, to get to hear her live and just to see her lead live and yeah. her band was so talented. And so that turned into be a super fun kind of impromptu Saturday night. So Love anyway, that. just all the things. And so today I'm going with um, Casey and Steph and then all the kids we're going back to this house that we stayed in the summer before their freshman year, I think. Was that? Mm-hmm. No, or the summer after their freshman year, maybe. But um, outside of Chattanooga. And we're going to go there for a couple of days and just hang out with the kids and do Chattanooga things. And um, just as kind of like a little getaway before, you know, we get home for the the home stretch before everybody goes off to college. So, okay. Okay. Well, that's so fun. That'll be a great little trip. I know. But so, so lots of activities. And then in the middle of that, David decides that it's time for us to officially cut the cord from UVerse, and that we're going to oh. go, we're going to go full on streaming in our house. Okay. All and, right. And so that, you know, that requires some research. Cause I was like, I have to have SEC network and that is not, yes that's a different deal than just having the ESPN part. And so yeah. anyway, so we are now, we have the Hulu plus ESPN plus watch many screens at once, plus all the things. Okay. And I, after we got all that, and it really, I say, after we got it set up, it took 15 seconds, essentially, yeah. I just had to change my Hulu account and, and then it all magically appeared on the television. Yeah. Um, but I thought, well, what do I want to watch? Cause I was doing some laundry yeah. and just some, some tasks around mm-hmm. that area. And so I decided mm-hmm. as I do about once a year, all right, it's time for me to catch up with the Kardashians because, you know, okay. I don't, I don't watch the Kardashians regularly, but I do tend to marathon it about once uh-huh. a year, just mm-hmm. so I'm fully in the loop. And yeah. so I watched their new show on Hulu. I, I I haven't watched it all, but I watched a lot of it, of just okay. the, the new Kardashian show on Hulu. And I, here's like, it's very interesting. It's much more focused on their businesses and stuff like that. Okay. I just, I, they all live in such like monochromatic environments. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. They I, live in the opposite of Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. They do. They do. And, and mm-hmm. the opposite of here, because I yeah. just think, do y'all get bored? Like with everything yeah. being like 47 shades of nude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Could I do it? I don't think I could. Like nobody has coral in their houses. Mm-hmm. Nobody, no. nobody has turquoise or bright no. green or it's just all, and it's gorgeous. I mean, they have these mm-hmm. gorgeous homes, but I like y'all at, I don't know. Like, can we have some Navy and just something that's not quite so, so neutral, but anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm all caught up now though. For the most part, I think I I get most of it. So. Okay. Well, that's good. Here's the thing about getting older. So much of life gets better. I'm more confident about myself, about my work. I feel like I'm a better mom and a better friend. I love having a college-age kid and all of that. Being 50 is great, but here's what I miss. The thick, soft, shiny hair I had back in my 20s. I have to get my hair colored pretty regularly these days to keep up with my grays, and the texture is just different than it used to be. It's not as smooth. It's not as shiny. It's frankly kind of depressing. 
but also 40% of women see significant hair loss by 50. Luckily, there's a way to restore your hair to its former glory. Meet Root Source by Pros. These are hair supplements made with ingredients that are natural, safe, and shown effective because they're customized to you. Pros specializes in custom hair care, and now they also make custom hair supplements that help reduce excess shedding and spark fuller, thicker hair growth in just two capsules a day. Through an online consultation, Pros customizes your supplements to address all the factors that could be triggering your hair issues like age, hormonal changes, stress level, diet, and more. And they really work. In scientific studies, over 90% of women taking Pros hair supplements saw less shedding, more growth, and improved overall appearance in just 90 days. Try your own custom hair supplements and you'll get 15% off. Get yours at pros.com slash big boo. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash big boo for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off custom hair supplements. Um, I I did want to ask you though, because, and we yeah. haven't talked about this at all because yeah. it happened and then you went out of town. Yeah. Um, Cause last week somebody made a decision about their college sports career and that someone was Arch Manning and that someone chose the Texas Longhorns. I'll just listen. <laughs> listen. You know what I said? And I stand by Austin is where dreams go to die. Arch. I I'm going to make this prediction. I think he'll be in the transfer portal after year one is what I think. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. I think Arch will regret this decision. And here's the thing. I mean, no shade to my longhorn. I mean, maybe a little bit of shade. <laughs> I really, I don't, I say this, but the, the thing is, is this is what the longhorns do that they now have, they're back. They're going to be back because they have Arch Manning and they're going to pin all their hopes and dreams. And listen, the sports media is going to do it. They're going to say the longhorns are going to be national champions in you know, whatever, because they have Arch Manning and that's just too much pressure to put on one player is mm. what I'm saying. It's not going to happen. And I'm going to go back to, and I would say this to anybody, what's happening in Austin right now with their football team is a culture problem. And I don't know what has happened there, but I'm not the first, even Kirk Herbstreet, who, you know, I don't agree with a lot, (laughs) a lot recognizes that there's a culture problem there. And I don't know that Sark is the answer to the culture problem based on what we saw year one. Now I'm going to say, will Arch give them the ability to beat Kansas Probably, but is he going to give, (laughs) I'm just saying the sun was obscured (laughs) for a moment there, Mm -hmm. but is he going to be the key to them having a football dynasty? I think no. So listen, everybody makes their decisions. Everybody has to do what they want to do. I get that. I guess he's wanting to do something different than what the rest of his family did, but I, I, I just feel like that. I'm just going to go ahead and put out there. I think he'll end up in the transfer portal so that when that happens, we can revisit this and say that I called it is what I'm going to say. So what so, I think is interesting too is, so he's class of 2023. So he will yeah. go, I mean, I'm guessing he'll probably not graduate with his senior class and go to yeah, Texas early. early. So, yeah. but probably the, he'll be a, what, he'll be a junior when, if, or he could be a sophomore yeah. when, he, when the, when Texas comes into the SEC. Yeah. Like, so I'm interested to see that dynamic too of yeah. like pre SEC post. Let's just assume that he plays there for four years. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think that part will be interesting too. Cause the competition will change yep. after a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, it is. And it's, and I'm going to say that, you know, playing, Kansas is different than playing LSU and Alabama and 
all of that is just what I'm saying. So I don't know. Listen, everybody has to make their decisions and and whatever. And mm-hmm. I know that when I was 18, I didn't make great decisions. So I'm just saying that Arch, I feel like you could have made a better decision, but you know, whatever. That's what well, I am not surprised by his decision because I felt like objectively, like if I were looking at it, if I, let's say I'm mm-hmm. Cooper Manning and I'm trying to yeah. help my son make a decision based mm-hmm. on his final three, Alabama, Georgia, and Texas, yeah. I think in terms of his ability to go in and play from the get-go, Texas is his best. For pick. sure. I mean, because right now Texas thinks that Quinn Ewers is going to be their guy and he might be, we'll see. I mean, but I just, I I just think there's so much more in this day and age with football. (laughs) There's so much more than just a great dawn of time. time, Mm -hmm. Football is a team sport. And Mm -hmm. so what's your, what's your O-line look like? You know, Mm -hmm. like what kind of recruiting are we doing for your O-line? Because you and I know that those O-lines and those D-lines in SEC football, that's big boy football. I mean, you're, you're dealing with a grown man scenario. Mm -hmm. So um, I just, I think that's different than maybe what you've had when you've played for a private school, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying it's going to look different. So that's, that's, that's it. But okay. All um, right. So that's my thought. But in terms of like, you know, was there, was there any kind of, I'm like the Aggies, we weren't even, I mean, we, I don't think we were even, so I don't look at it as like a threat. I just look at it as like, well, good luck with that. Yeah. You know? I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. So All right. That's, those are my thoughts. All righty. Um, but I do think it's interesting because I do feel like there's a national thing and it kind of warms my heart because the amount of, of, of mocking on like Saturday down South and Reddit and whatever is I was like, I do feel like the Longhorns have become a universal symbol of pretty much everybody doesn't like them except for them. Okay. That's, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's it. Um, so if y'all would like to know what Melanie actually thinks, um, <laughs> we'll be, <laughs> we'll be scheduling a private Patreon. Well, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a rivalry. It's yes, a rivalry. it is. It yes. is. It is what it is. So y'all feel the same way about us. I mean, I don't expect any Longhorn to say, I really wanted to see the Aggies win the college world series. No, you didn't. You didn't want to see us win it. And that's fine. We didn't want to see y'all win it. That's what rivalry is all about. Right. Right. The, Absolutely. The that's just so, that, the, the nature of the beast. Nature of the beast. It's mm-hmm. what makes sports fun. So, yes. Okay. Um, now, is it time for five favorites? Let it be time for five favorites. Yes, let's let's do some five favorites. Okay, and here's wait. here's my first one. And this is not anything terribly exciting, but I'm going to tell you. I think you know now that my hair is so long. Oh, uh, yes, <laughs> Crystal Gale. You're basically Crystal Gale. Uh, but here's the thing: when my hair was super short, I could just when it was wet, I could just comb it out real quick, like with my regular mm-hmm. brush. It was no big deal. Then as it got a little bit longer, I got like a wide tooth comb and I would, I would comb it out when it was wet with that. But, but thanks to Carla's instruction, I have now gone a different route and I bought after I got my last haircut, I got a wet detangler brush. Now I got one at Sally's. You can get this on Amazon or wherever. Mm-hmm. I love it. Like, okay. I it makes it so much easier to, to 
like brush my hair out when it's wet and it does nothing breaks off. Nothing gets, I don't know. What do you do when your hair's wet? I use my regular brush okay. is what I use, but Caroline does have the wet detangler brush and she loves it because her hair is naturally curly. And so it definitely helps her get through her hair. So she, she is a big fan. I okay. just use my normal brush, which okay. is probably not the right thing to use, but it's what I do. Well, I really like it. And then I've, I've been using it uh, again with the way that Carla, I talked about this last week with the way that she was showing me to dry it when it was wet, like initially mm-hmm. the hair dryer, when it's still pretty wet to, to kind of get through it, it just does that. And it, it, it feels better because it's not yeah. getting hung up on anything. So I'm a fan and it's a really inexpensive hair product that, that has already made my life immeasurably easier because when your hair is this long, everyone, you really have to take precautions when you yes, come it out. Yes, um, here's the second thing. And I actually saw these when we were in New York And I had been looking for something like this and I, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted. And then I found these, but they're the UGG, they're called the sport. Yeah. Slide. Now, a lot of the younger girls like the fluffy from UGG, which are like the the really fluffy um, shoes that have a a back strap that says UGG on it. These are like Mm -hmm. Crocs kind of they're, but they have a strap on the back that's elastic and they are so stinking comfortable. And I, I wanted a shoe that I could throw on because Pilates socks have, oh wait, my phone's ringing. Let me, let me decline. It's, I believe it's a spam call. Um, (laughs) but, but Pilates socks have grippers on the bottom. Uh Uh-huh. And so like, if you put a tennis shoe on with those grippers, it feels like it feels weird when you walk. So I, I just had wanted some shoes that were easy to throw on after Pilates, but yeah. like, so if I, I went to the grocery store or whatever, it, that would be kind of functional also, that would be really comfortable. And so these fit the bill, they come in all kinds of fun colors and yeah, they're cute. every, everywhere I've, well, for one thing, when I wear them someplace, you can't miss them because the colors real bright. Cause I got the green, mm-hmm. but uh, people always ask me questions about them, but they are so comfortable. And I've, you know, had like the, the Birkin Crocs, like those that you just slide yes. your feet in, which are great, but I will say it's nice to have something that has a strap on the back of it. It's just really comfortable. It's adjustable. And, um, I don't know, it just feels a little bit less like scuffy when you walk. Okay. You know how a slide is like great. That, yeah. But sometimes yes. when I have a slide on, I feel like, well, I'm just scuffing my way through the store. So yeah, these yeah. work a little bit more <clears throat> like a shoe, also great shoe for the lake. So, okay. That's good. Well, and sometimes when those like slides like that get wet, you feel like your foot is just going to, like, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I've really loved them and I've worn them so much just in the couple of weeks that I've had them. I wear them every day and oh, uh, wow. because okay. they're, my, they're my go-to for going to and from Pilates and all the errands that happen. Love it. You know, after that, um, this next one, listen, I don't think you're going to like this at all. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, okay. this, this, is, this is a me thing. This is, uh-huh. but because I, I like cottage cheese. I feel like you don't do. You? No, I do like cottage. Cheese. Okay, I do. Okay. I'm looking to see what this is. I don't feel like I would like this, but okay. I do like cottage cheese. Okay. I love cottage cheese. Well, I don't know about a week ago, my sister and I were getting our nails done and there was a commercial for this on the television in the nail salon and it's Daisy cottage cheese and fruit. Just stay with me. Don't, mm-hmm. okay. don't no, dismiss it yet. I'm with you. 
And I had not eaten like much at all that day. I was so hungry. And suddenly nothing sounded better to me than that Daisy Cottage cheese and fruit. So I was like, I'm walking over to Publix when this is over because our nail salon's right by Publix. I was like, I'm walking over there and I'm going to get some of this. I'm going to try it. And like, it was all I could think about while they were doing my nails. Mm -hmm, Like just mm -hmm. how can I get to the cottage cheese? So I go in Publix, I go to the back. My Publix only has this with um, strawberries and with pineapple. There's a Breakstone version too, that is like peach and blueberry, but I don't like Breakstone cottage cheese as much. I really like Daisy cottage cheese. Okay. I'm going to tell you they're delicious. They're okay. They're so good. The, the fruit gives it just a, a little bit of sweetness, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but there's so much protein that it's not like the kind of sweetness where you feel yuck after, you know, sometimes okay, if I yes. do fruit and yogurt, like I have to put some, some real proteiny granola or something in there, or some peanut butter in there just to have something that sticks a little better. Yeah. Greek yogurt is different because it has lots of protein, but anyway, mm-hmm. but this has more protein than sugar. And so like I ate it for breakfast this morning. I wow. love it. It's so good. It's not expensive. It's a perfect yeah. little snack or light breakfast item. I think it's delicious. So okay. I prefer the strawberry to the pineapple, mm-hmm. but I prefer both of those over the breakstone. I don't mean to throw shade at breakstone. I just yeah. don't think they have as good of a, a cottage cheese product. Cottage okay. cheese product. So okay, yeah. that's fair. I feel like I would maybe like the strawberry if I were going to do this. Like I'm <laughs> open to trying it. Pineapple. I don't know if you know this, but pineapple. When I eat pineapple, I want to like it, but it makes me. It makes my stomach feel weird. It doesn't. I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't know why. And I've fought it all these years. It's just certain kinds of pineapple, but I can't eat a lot of pineapple, which is a shame because, you know, pineapple is supposed to be really good for your skin. Yeah. 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 I love pineapple. Yeah. yeah. But I'm sorry to hear about your pineapple heart. Well, yet. it's okay. It's just, mm-hmm. it is what it, we all have our burdens to bear. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. My next thing, this is so basic, but I have found, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hoop earring person. I love yes. a hoop. What I have found though, since I don't go to work every day is I don't wear my big hoops like I used to, because if I leave the house, usually it's like to go to Pilates or something. And Mm -hmm. when you're dealing with the kind of equipment you're dealing with, with Pilates, you don't really want a large hoop situation. Like, you know, you get caught on something or it's just not, it's not convenient. doesn't feel Mm -hmm. good on your ears when you're laying down on the reformer and all that. So I have gone to smaller earrings during, during the day. Okay. This particular hoop though has become my favorite because it's big enough where you can see it. It's not just like a huggy because a huggy I love practically, but I just, I like for the earring to be visible. Yes. Um, yes, I love these and they're, they're just a small gold chunky hoop. They're the Mm -hmm. kind that don't have a back, but they go through your ear and then they, they click in that little latch thing down Mm -hmm. at the bottom. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to worry with a back or or the rubber things that get, you know, on the back of your earrings. Yeah. And they, they go with everything. Like they're just breezy, easy earrings. And so for them to be so inexpensive, I feel like I have more than gotten my money's worth out of them. And if at some point the, the quote unquote gold rubs off, well, guess what? I'll just buy another pair. Like, yeah, for sure. You know, so they're just Uh easy breezy okay. you can get them in, that. in all kind of finishes or whatever but if you like more of a statement kind of earring but you need something that's smaller for whatever mm-hmm. reason this is a good option okay this is great to know and then my last one is something I have a couple of pairs of these 
Um, but the Athleta Brooklyn ankle pants and in the, particularly in the Captivate Chrome blue, mm-hmm. I have had for, I don't know, I got them back in the spring. I wear these all the time because everything goes with them. Um, you can wear a black top, you can wear a white top, you can wear a denim top. Like, you know, you can, like, it's easy for shoes. You can do sneakers, you can do wedges, whatever. But this has become my version of what dressing up looks like. Like, you know, we went to dinner the other night and I threw these on with a black shirt and I was like, well, I am so dressed up. Look at this. Um, They're Uh so lightweight. Now I will say they're longer on me than they are on the model on the Athleta website. So I cuff them a little bit um, Mm -hmm. just because I like them more truly ankle length, which they're longer than ankle length on me. Yeah. But they, I don't know. They're just a great, easy option. And, and when I tell you they are just about paper thin, they really are like Mm -hmm. just so, so thin, so versatile. And, um, I mean, you could even, you could work out in them if you wanted to, but I, I, listen, I wear them just like, you know, somebody would have worn dress slacks back in 1970. Okay. So. <laughs> you said dress slacks. Yep. Remember slacks. how people used to have dress slacks? So yes. you could buy them at McRae. Slacks is a word that we uh-huh. don't use a lot we anymore. Don't. You know? We don't. Maybe Not there's a good of, reason mm-hmm. for that. but Probably any, so. Anyway, so I just really love these Brooklyn ankle pants and um, I'll pack them for the trip that we're going on this afternoon, just because they're so easy to throw on. They're cute with a variety of shoes and I'm a fan. So, okay. All mm-hmm. right. Well, those are real cute. That's great to know. And whoever thought we'd have a five favorites with cottage cheese in it, you know, I mean, I mean, <laughs> life takes you some unexpected places. It does. It does. You just, there are, there are twists and turns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just don't know. It goes back to me. Who would ever thought I'd have a gray eyelash, you That's know, right. like, but here we are. That's here right. we are. Mm-hmm. So life. Life. All righty, y'all. Well, thanks for joining us again. We appreciate it. And we'll be back yes, next we week with, I don't know what we talk. We'll talk about the Stanley cup. We'll be yeah. up on all the Stanley cup. We will things. have selected pro baseball teams that we're going to follow with our whole hearts, yeah. but not really. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, probably not. Okay. All right. Y'all have a good rest of the week. Okay. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye everybody. Bye y'all. Bye.